Hi, this is Coach Jeff Wright, and in my podcast, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, we will take a deep dive with industry experts into different aspects of commercial real estate. My ultimate goal is to give you the knowledge, confidence, and belief that you can transact commercial real estate at a high level, just like you do with residential real estate. Welcome everyone to this episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. This episode is my guest. I affectionately call him Uncle Frank, and I'll explain a little bit that as we go. But we are blessed to have with us Mr. Frank Delvecchio. Welcome, Frank. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. Frank, what I like to do with the podcast is give some background so our audience quickly understands a little bit about Frank and your life overall as it ties to the real estate world. But I'm going to ask you to touch on a little bit, not only in the real estate world, but you have this incredible professional racing background, which I'll talk about. But I first want to go into the real estate part of it a little bit. So Frank, even though he doesn't look it for those in our audience that can see a video, Frank's been in the real estate business since 1971. So by easy math, that means you got 50 plus years under your belt. Also looking at Frank, you would have no idea Frank's age. Literally, if someone was to ask, they'd probably say you're 65, 66, 67. And you and I know that you're 78 years old, which is just unbelievable. But I say you're 78 years old because I want to tell the audience when I talk about your background, I want them to understand the uniqueness of Frank and how commercial and residential realtors have played a role in your life. But so I'm gonna go back, background license 1971. What I tell everybody about you is you've done it all. You've done every aspect of the business and so what does that mean for our audience? You've been an individual agent. You've been a broker owner of your own firm. You even worked in what people would call today a team. When you first joined us, you were doing tons of business, doing 50, 75 transactions a year, and not in the formal nature of it, the way a team set up today, but working with others and working together um, in a very formal fashion. So you've, you've done that part. And then this is the part that I like to share with everyone, is that you've told me for the last probably 15 years that you're slowing down. It's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs> and for those that are in the Remax network, they would understand this, but I want to make sure our entire audience understands this. Even though Frank tells me every year he's slowing down, last year when we did our award ceremony for our agents and our firm to recognize their success during the previous year, Frank received the 100% award. And for those that don't understand what that is, that means a guy that's slowing down at 77 years old did between $100,000 and $250,000. That's what that category of the 100% club is. So, um, so just a pleasure to have you, pleasure to have you. I wanted tell everybody one thing about the racing world, and then I want to ask you to just tell a little bit about that. So when I say you're a professional race car driver, I know that you have this unbelievable passion. And like in real estate, you've really done it all. You've raced 
forever. You've taught racing. You're still mentoring to this day. And even you've announced. And when I say announced races, um, you know, one of the big races, if you ask me, I talk about, I would say Daytona. And I know that you even announced the 24-hour Daytona, the Rolex race in your career. So tell just a snapshot, just a couple highlights about the racing part of your career, then we're going to get into the real estate part. Yeah. I actually started racing, I uh, did my first driver's school in 1968, uh, racing school, and started racing in 1969. I won a couple of championships that year, thought, you know, I'm going to end up in Indy. Uh, that didn't happen. Uh, but in my career, uh, I went from amateur to professional. I've done something in the order of six or seven hundred races at this point. Wow. Uh, and I've raced at Daytona, and I've raced at uh, Indianapolis, and I've raced in California and, and Canada. Uh, I've raced against some of the, the best drivers in the world as they were coming up through the ranks in the lower classes. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And now I'm doing vintage racing. As part of that, uh, I spent about 10 years as a professional uh, track announcer. First, I started doing a little bit of uh, color commentary, and that just exploded. Um, I've uh, announced at Daytona, I've announced uh, NASCAR at Watkins Glen and IndyCars, uh, and that's been pretty cool, too. So I asked you before we started this podcast a simple question. I know that you just came back from being away at Watkins Glen. And I asked you just again for audience because I didn't know the answer to this. If you're in a car racing today or you're mentoring somebody, at what speed are those cars going that you're, you're racing? Uh, these particular cars aren't that fast, about 130 miles an hour. Not that fast. Yeah, there, there are other cars that uh, that I'm, I'm teaching now. I, I instruct for Ferrari, uh, 170 miles an hour plus sometimes. Wow. Sometimes you're sitting in the passenger seat instructing them wow. at those speeds. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's, let's turn to what our podcast is all about. And you are a perfect example of the commercial real estate for residential realtors. You, like I, have spent your career literally supplementing or adding to your income or creating income in the commercial real estate space. So I said earlier you started in 1971. Talk to me about when you actually started commercial real estate. Was it day one? Because um, I know that the firm, your dad's firm, it was your dad's firm was really, you started in the residential lane. So when did you transition over to the commercial world? Yeah, I really started at selling houses. I was doing strictly residential. My father would do a little bit of commercial and I would learn a little bit from him. Really, within within three, four, five years, I started to do uh, some rentals of uh, uh, commercial space, some office space. Uh, just kind of uh, flowed into it almost naturally. Uh, but at the same time, uh, back then, there were only about 200 people in our uh, multiple listing system. And the system, the Board of Realtors would put on educational seminars all the time. And some of those seminars were uh, commercial real estate. We had good commercial guys, CCIM guys, and we would take those two, three day seminar courses and we would learn the business so that you could go out and at least speak intelligently, you could go out and make deals. Uh, 
so that let's say that started maybe like say five years in, and it just expanded. Um, you know, there was a time that uh, in the town our office was in Stratford, Connecticut, that I was one of the guys that you sought out to rent out your office or uh, you're looking for a store space. Um, we expanded that into uh, uh, industrial, a lot of small industrial things, and from there shopping centers, um, it, and it just went on from there. You know, one of the things that I know, just knowing, because we've worked together literally since 1995, so I've been able to really have a great view of, of what you've done. And you just said you've touched on so many different aspects of the industry. Um, I also know that in Stratford, Connecticut, literally, you know, we laughed about this in one of the conversations we had before is that you probably could drive down the Paradise Green area or Main Street area of Stratford and you would say, you know, probably one of four of those properties at some point you touched residentially, commercially, whatever it might be over your career. Yeah, you go down the, the, uh, the commercial section in, in Stratford, um, I either listed, sold, rented, or, or did some kind of analysis on at least one out of four buildings uh, from, from the small shopping center in Stratford Center to Paradise Green, it's about a mile, and uh, yeah, pretty much did it all in there. So where did your commercial business come from? I mean, I know once you start going that people start to recognize that you're doing it, but you know, so many people literally start because of residential client asks them to help something. Was that any different for you? Where did these commercial opportunities come from overall? Yeah, my, my residential clients uh, got confident in me and in, in my ability to take care of them. Um, and my residential clients, uh, interestingly enough, uh, a large percentage of them came from the racing world. People that had businesses, they had uh, body shops, they, had, they sold cars, car dealerships, and they would need some additional space. I'm already the residential client, they've already you know, have confidence in me, so they would ask me to find space, or they'd ask me to sell space uh, for them. Um, and that, that really snowballed. And foundationally, when I wrote this course, I wrote the course because of just what you said. I know in my own career, and so many people that do what we do have said, is that we were first and foremost the trusted advisor for those clients. They had the confidence in us, just like you said. And that's what led to these opportunities. I've also said, which watching your business, that where the real opportunities come from in for residential agents are literally zero to one million, two million, three million. Not that you and I haven't done bigger deals, but those are the people in our communities that we've sell, sold homes to that have businesses or have whatever it might be. And again, that's why um, I think there's such an opportunity that's there. Let's talk a little bit. You said from an education standpoint that you learned early on, you went to some courses at the boards of realtors. How do you look at that education opportunity you had versus what you see happening today and some of the things you've been exposed to with whether it's 
the course that I wrote or other opportunities? How do you look at that, you know, 50 years ago, um, what was it compared to today? And if you had what you have today, would that have made a difference for you? Yeah, 50 years ago, we made a lot of mistakes. We had to hunt and peck our way through it. Uh, yeah, you had you took some courses. Uh, you learned a little bit from uh, from other commercial real estate agents. Um, there weren't that many of them uh, back then that were strictly commercial. So um, you know, you looked at those as uh, a little bit of mentoring whenever you could. To have a course like your course makes it so much easier. You've got the knowledge, the forms, the uh, you know the formulas. It's all there, and you wouldn't make those mistakes, uh, the hunting and pecking mistakes. That um, uh, you know when I look back, um, it, it certainly was a lot harder to do it. You know the way we were doing it. Yeah. Well. You and I, generationally, I started after you. I mean, I start, I was licensed, you were licensed in 71, I was licensed in 1980. Um, but everything I do today to include that course is based on either mistakes I've made that I wish I knew something different, um, trying to find things that I wish I knew, formulas that were there, or if, I went to a course, which I was went to lots of courses, and I found something that was really laid out great that really helped. That's how I've gone about this. So the whole concept is to help others, not make the mistakes I've made or you've made and be able to have everything there for them. I want to go on to your business itself, residential versus commercial, commercial versus residential. Because one of my premises is for everyone that's going through a tougher residential market right now, part of the reason it's tougher for them is that all their income is literally in one bucket. And if that category of residential business drops off, which we all know that the market is really challenged nationally across there, talk about the split of your business during different times? Like what percentage would be residential? What percentage would be commercial? And what is that advantage to be able to know both in a market like this? Yeah, it's a terrific advantage. Because in some years, my residential business was 75%, uh, 25% commercial. In other years, it was just the opposite. I, I'd look, I would do 75% commercial and 25% residential, and everything in between. Uh, again, as the market changed uh, and opportunities uh, opened up, you could take advantage of those opportunities because you could do not just, uh, not just residential. Right, and I know that we talk about the 75-25 or the 25-75, and we say residential or commercial. I know that you, like I, also almost have a separate category. And it could fall under residential and it could fall under commercial, but it's also another area of specialization that you and I both have together, and that is the land side, the development side. And I also know you know, one of my major messages, Frank, for everyone is that in order to be successful in commercial, 
you've got to be an A-plus student like you were in residential, or you are, I'd say to someone. And what does that mean? You know, you've got to be a market expert. Well, for you, I happen to know, that, and there's very few people that have done this, that you've been called upon countless times as an expert witness to be able to testify either on behalf of a developer in a planning and zoning hearing to get a development approved, or if something went to court with an appeal. Just talk about how that has separated you and created some opportunities, just being an expert, whether it's residentially or commercially, or land overall. Well, with land development, and uh, I've been involved in a lot of land development, whether it's a housing development, apartment complexes, a couple of shopping centers. Um, I started doing the zoning presentations, asked to do zoning presentations for uh, various developers. Uh, I did a, a huge study back in the mid-80s on, uh, on highest and best use and impact of uh, uh, these developments on residential properties. And that, that just exploded into a whole separate business. Uh, I'm considered the guy you hire now, uh, at least in the town of Stratford and some of the surrounding towns, uh, to give the zoning presentation the residential part of a zoning, uh, the real estate part of a uh, zoning presentation, the highest and best use. Or, um, yeah, I'm doing some uh, testimony now on environmental issues, um, partially because of my educational background and uh, I can actually understand environmental reports. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a whole other, uh, whole other ball game. Yeah, well, uh, and I want to underline for everyone you have been, again, like I have been, a, a guy that's touched all aspects of commercial real estate. You've done more in industrial or apartment related, as you talked about, but you've done all. If somebody called you about office, you handled the office because we went where our clients needed us to be able to go and do whatever. But I also want our audience to understand that your approach has always been to be an expert. And everyone on the, listening to this podcast that's interested in doing commercial, they can be the same level expert. It, literally, it's about studying the industry and studying how things work and studying markets to be able to be there. And those that part of your success, part of my success is just being that expert, being that A-plus student. And I just, I think it's so important for folks to understand that you and I were first really good students to try to learn this, to be able to help our clients. And that's what all the education is all about. I wanna just talk about one other thing that you and I have done for each other and the power of it overall is that we've brainstormed. You know, you've been a mentor to me, I've been a mentor to you in different scenarios. Our team, our company has several people that you lean on and I've leaned on as we've done different work. Talk about the power of that because, uh, you know, you and I both know that it's always been incredibly helpful when we've brainstormed. So, because, I, and the reason why I'm asking the question is one of the things that I've set up is called the High Risers Club that anybody can join. And it's literally, it's my look at what 
brings success for folks. So what brings success is the constant education and the constant ability to ask questions and to be able to get mentorship from others. But talk about in your own career and some of the brainstorming we've done, you know, the value that has been. Um, yeah, it's been tremendous. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about uh, land development, some subdivisions. You've supplied me with a lot of data uh, that you have access to, which is wonderful that I've used. And we we put together deals with that information. Um, yeah, mentoring is. Uh, you know, it's one of the best forms of education. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to learn more uh, from a mentor than, uh, well, we're not going to bash your, <laughs> bash your course. Your course is going to be terrific, and the mentoring adds to it. Yeah. So, so I'm going to just peel back. You said about education, my course, great if they do my course. Most important part is, is where you get education because you need to do that. Um, Mentorship, totally, totally believe. Again, get it where you can, whether it's through High Rises Club or wherever you can get it, but critical because none of us know all the answers. But the third comment I want to make about knowing that market, and I want to underline for you, you know your market so well that the, you are the go-to guy in Stratford right now. If there's land that will be repurposed, buildings torn down and potential apartment buildings put up, you are the guy. And so your eyes as you know a market, when you're looking at what's going on, you also are looking on, at what can be done. And that's where we create money and create opportunities. Last question, I'd like to ask this question of everybody. Do you have any doubt that a residential agent can be successful transacting commercial real estate. I'm sitting here as one of those residential agents that was pretty successful at doing some commercial real estate. Of course you can, yeah. of course. Yeah, well thank you. You say was pretty successful, still are very successful okay. in doing Thanks. commercial real estate. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. As a reminder, please subscribe to this podcast to receive new episodes as soon as they are released. For more information on me, my team, and my educational programs, visit my website at www.coachjeffwright.com. Thank you for listening, and here's to your success.